John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast. Theme tune time. Let's go, John. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. I told you there's no way I'm singing. Come on. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. Yeah. John and Sam in Japan. Never gonna happen. And put your clothes back on, it's just weird. Ah, never! John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast. Welcome to the show. Here's John. And here's Sam. And this is John and Sam in Japan. The international comedy podcast. I hear it's been snowing over your way. Yeah, well, this is, what is it, the 4th, 5th of February. So we're expecting the Beast from the East 2 this week. Pretty sure it's the seventh. Pretty sure it's the seventh of February. <laughs> Is it the seventh? Wow, it all blurs into one. I think. Oh yeah, Friday was the fifth. <laughs> Indication into John's mental well-being. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, yesterday to improve my mental well-being, I rather stupidly, me and my f- a few friends decided that we needed to do a big hike. So where I live, if you woke up at half seven, friend picked me up at eight, we drove up into the, the moors and then did a, a massive hike. How, sorry, how within the bounds of the rules were you gathering with people and getting in cars with people? I'm just making sure you're not incriminating yourself, that's all. No, there's just me and one person in a car and then another person turned up with one person in the car. There's four of us all together. First of all, it was, we did it was 10 miles up in the moors and um, the weather was pretty bad. So it was snow. It was like walking through a blizzard at points. <laughs> and we got to this kind of halfway. There's these things called trigs, which are like giant sort of white stone edifices that you can kind of mark, it, uh, mark points or whatever. And we got to one, which is like the middle, uh, literally middle of nowhere. And it was just proper pelted it down with snow freezing and um everyone was just kind of cold and it was because the snow was kind of thick it was like sticking to you and then just making you instantly wet so you could like rig out your gloves and stuff <laughs> so it was like you know kind of halfway point how are we doing guys kind of thing and then one of one of the guys is like oh fucking hell I'll tell you what like i'm cold <laughs> it's pretty miserable but still better than being at home with a wife and kids on a saturday morning <laughs> yeah which I think that kind of summed everybody up. So. It did occur to me, I was going to ask if your family were also there. And now no, no. made apparent that they weren't. No, no, it was definitely a grown-ups walk. By by the end, my sort of new hiking boots that I got for Christmas that I had to buy myself because my wife just didn't buy me a Christmas present. <laughs> I'm not sure if you can say that I got for Christmas when you've bought them yourself. Well, that was the thing. The thing was, it's like, I'll buy them and then you give me the money or and you wrap them up. Did she wrap them up? I don't think she even bothered wrapping them up. But anyway, they were pretty, you know, I've used them quite a lot so far and they've been pretty good. But I think yesterday it was just a, a step too far. And the last two <laughs> miles, they were just full of water and it was just cold. Um, we, we got to the end, got back to the car park, you know, it was full on snowing. Everybody cracked open a beer, which was just amazing. And then um, got home, literally emptied <laughs> emptied my shoe, emptied my walking boots in the sink, which pissed my missus off knowing yeah, because she was yeah. trying to make lunch. <laughs> got in a shower. Pour my cheesy snow all over your sandwiches. <laughs> uh, well, it's just, it just cold. 
but then yeah you know felt good had warm shower had some soup and then just fell asleep watching football in the afternoon and then um, woke up with cramp i mean it sounds like i mean what what have you done with your children because i i kind of picture me coming home and having a shower and a warm bowl of soup and having a nap there is zero percent chance that that would have happened oh, i would have well, been clambered on and had books shoved in my face well i think Leila woke me up at one point to ask me to change paw patrol off netflix or something else and i think i might have gone <laughs> leave me alone <laughs> daddy's tired daddy daddy I've watched all of Netflix. <laughs> Watch it again. Yeah. Oh, I mean, my missus, when I when I kind of woke up at the end of about five o'clock, just in time for dinner, and kind of went into the kitchen and gave her a bit <laughs> of a hug, um, she came very close to stabbing me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but then this morning, you know, this is, this is what I mean. It swings and roundabouts. So this morning, you know, I've got up with the kids and um, she's, I've let her have a lie until 11 o'clock. Oh, 11? Yeah. <laughs> That's unprecedented. Yeah, well, it doesn't count, does it? Because yesterday I had, what, I don't know, five hours of fun and she's only had three hours of fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But it didn't sound like you really had much fun. It was just less painful than it would have been if you had still been in your house. It was good. It was good. But it was one of those ones where it's like, should we do it next weekend? Nah. Nah. <laughs> let's wait till April. Yeah, let's wait till it gets a bit sunnier. <laughs> Feel like you're bare grills for about five minutes and then the reality yeah. sets in. You're like... And then you remember that Bear Grylls actually does a bit of film and then pops back to a hotel for a buffet. Yeah, yeah gets picked up in a helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> What you said about the uh, the birthday or the Christmas present uh, made me think of something. Uh, my wife's birthday is not coming up for a while, but she said to me just this week, she said for her birthday, and tell, tell me if you think it's feasible to even consider this. She said for her birthday, she wants me to buy her a new vacuum cleaner. <laughs> now, <laughs> what do you think? I mean, what's your initial reaction to that? Well, my, my mum wanted a new vacuum cleaner. Um, just before Christmas and my dad kind of went oh I'll get it you for Christmas and that didn't go down too well <laughs> <laughs> yes well that's why I assume that like I said I feel like it's a bit of a trap because if mm. I were to buy her a vacuum cleaner for her birthday then forever she would say do you remember that time you got me a vacuum cleaner for my birthday <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it would completely fall on deaf ears the fact that she'd wanted it well, so, to be fair, I, like my mum, when she got it, like she loves it. It's like the best thing she's ever had. Like it was shit on all the Christmas presents she got, you know. I yeah, think she might, have, right. she might have even said you could have got me this for Christmas because it's just, you know, like it's a good one. <laughs> it's so and good. It's, yeah. yeah. Well, so I feel like she's kind of checkmated me into buying an expect buying buying an expensive vacuum cleaner just for no reason, like in the middle <laughs> of February. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I feel... Certainly in a position. Well, I think nowadays the technology is so good that you can get proper quality vacuum cleaners, which means that you don't have to vacuum your house as often. So <laughs> it's a win-win situation, I think. Yeah, but being tricked into this buying this vacuum cleaner is making <laughs> me feel like a bit of a sucker. <laughs> <laughs>
So what's on today's show then? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a good time to do that. Uh, uh, today we have uh, the burning question is back. The burning question was, what is the what is a big lie that you've told or someone has told you? We have some great responses to that. Uh, we have a segment coming from uh, when John and I appeared on another podcast, uh, Ishikawa Summit to See. Uh, we were on that back in the early January. So we're going to uh, feature a little bit of that audio to give you a taste of what that was like. We have a few other little special things for you. But of course, first, this. This is JNS in J News. Okay, now it's time for the news story. So Sam, what have you got for us? You know the uh, chocolatey spread that's quite famous... Uh, that you put on bread or you can use it to make cakes and stuff. Nutella. Uh, what would you... Sorry. Yeah. So say it again. What would you call it? Nutella. Yeah. So that's what I would say too. But <laughs> there's been a little bit of controversy this week because... Uh, well, let me tell you. This is from the mirror.co.uk. It says, Nutella is the tasty chocolate spread that you can smear on your toast, mix into your cakes, or even whisk it into milk to make hot chocolate. But it turns out you might have been pronouncing it wrong this entire time. Uh, in honour of World Nutella Day, which is definitely not a real thing, the team at Nutella has decided to end the debate on how the iconic chocolate hazelnut spread's name should be said. <laughs> so, <laughs> apart from Nutella, how else do you think you might be able to pronounce it? Uh, well, as you know, I'm uh, doing... Spanish every day, so Nutella. <laughs> Double L sound. There we go. Are you are you studying Nutella, por favor? Mexican Spanish. Yeah, it Spanish. is. Duolingo is Mexican is, Spanish. Is so, it? So um, that's why lots of lots of people on Duolingo complain, going, "Why can't we learn Spanish?" Spanish. So arriba, arriba, Nutella, por favor. Exactly. So you sound like Speedy Gonzalez. Yeah. <laughs> um, or Nutella. Well, you've come quite close there, actually. Is it like German um, or Dutch or something? Nutella. It says Nutella. I'm going to go with Nutella while I read it, but Nutella has conducted a poll to see how Brits pronounce the word, and the results are in. It was revealed that a whopping 88% of those surveyed mis mispronounce the iconic word. Uh, of those, 78% are saying Nutella. Uh, like me and you, yeah. whilst twelve percent pronounce it now teller. Now teller right. seems well. <laughs> That's just weird. The debate has finally been put to bed as the team has confirmed the correct pronunciation, saying that the emphasis should actually put on the N and O U. Like nougat, Nutella, like nougat. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, you've got it. Uh, Someone said on Twitter, finding out that Nutella is pronounced Nutella is why I now have trust issues. Uh, <laughs> another revealed I was today years old when I felt, found out Nutella was pronounced Nutella. Right. Do you know why we've stopped eating Nutella in my household? Because my daughter used to love it. So she used to, I used to say to her, she could have it like on a weekend, she could have it on toast for breakfast, but during the week you can't because, you know, it's not particularly healthy for you. Yeah, sure. We do a similar thing with uh, Choco Loops. <laughs> but in my house now, she doesn't have it. She kind of has made a conscious decision not to eat it. Do you know why? Is it to do with 
the orangutans. I think it they, is. They, yeah. I think um, orangutans are allergic to Nutella. Isn't that it? <laughs> no, it's the company's been <laughs> hacking down the uh, hacking down the rainforest where the orangutans live and um, oh, I yeah. just I shooting them out of trees them in some way. Yeah, should be called Shooteller. <laughs> Fucking shooting all the orangutans out of the trees. <laughs> Getting your uh, political messages here on John and Sam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, my seven-year-old daughter. She uh, she's made a conscious decision that she doesn't. But then it was funny because we went to the supermarket and they've got, obviously, you can buy Nutella or Nutella in big jars. But they also do this kind of like uh, sort of snack, which is a little tiny pot of Nutella with these little breadsticks that you can kind of dip in. Ah, you can dip in, yeah. And so she was like, well, how about that? Is that Have they killed orangutans to make that? <laughs> I was like, yep, definitely have killed orangutans to make that. <laughs> that's why i avoid all news bury my head in the sand <laughs> yeah so they probably they probably smashed a lot of uh, seals skulls in because they used uh, to drill oil in the arctic <laughs> to make the plastic <laughs> cup so uh yeah don't eat it, it's even worse yeah um <laughs> the story continued uh james stewart not that one i don't think uh market marketing marketing director for Orangutan murderers Nutella, alleged <laughs> orangutan murderers Nutella, Ferrero UK and Ireland said, as Nutella is enjoyed in every corner of the world, there has long been some fun debates on how it should be pronounced. Our Nutella team wanted to share how we pronounce the iconic spread's name, and we emphasise the new in Nutella. But we don't mind how our fans decide to pronounce it. Uh, the most important thing to us is that you enjoy it. So, Fuck the planet. But now that we all know that they uh, murder monkeys, probably <laughs> yeah. not going to well, be that good. enjoyable. Orangutans are not monkeys, but anyway. I don't, I'm not going to be pedantic <laughs> about Great <laughs> apes, but here we go. <laughs> yeah, you, you know that so well because you're quite clearly related to them. <laughs> yeah. Aren't we all, though? Hey, you don't tell yeah. me you don't believe in evolution, Sam. You're not a Bible basher, are you? In fact, you were one of the first people I met who was an out-and-out -out atheist. Interesting yeah. fact. You know, growing up yeah, a Catholic, going to Catholic school, when I first went to Japan and met you, I remember having a conversation with you and you were very much a... Um, atheist so yeah i i was surprised i remember being surprised that you weren't actually i was yeah, sort of yeah. <laughs> quite shocked yeah, but don't well, tell your mum because i don't want to be known as the reason that you ditched your faith and became no, a that heathen was, that was richard dawkins i don't know did you give me that book i don't know yeah uh, the, i did yeah <laughs> so, yeah the god delusion I feel in some some ways <laughs> partly responsible <laughs> yeah no it's good that that and the christopher hitchens one <laughs> yeah yeah my mum knows anyway. I'm pretty sure I've told this story in the podcast, but I came home one Christmas and um, I'd had uh, an insane sort of journey to get back to where I lived. And usually somebody from my house would pick me up at the airport, but my mum and dad were having a party. And so I came back and I was just so tired because I'd, well, long story short, basically the night that I was supposed to fly to England, we'd had a party and everybody would come back to my house and I'd, packed my suitcase at like three o'clock in the morning and then gone to the airport, got on an airplane at six and ended up drinking far too much on this airplane because they put me in business class. And so by the time I got back to my house, my mum was, there was all these pissed up teachers in my house. And um, my mum's like, right, we're going to church on Christmas morning. And I was like, nah, I don't believe 
uh, in God anymore, which obviously that's not the icebreaker she was looking for. <laughs> Ruined uh, Christmas. <laughs> well, then, then she went, she went, uh, oh, you know, why what's brought this on? I said, oh, you know, I've read a book to which she replied, don't believe everything you read. And then I said, what, like the Bible? And then yeah. she started crying. So uh, Christmas ruined. I should have, I never said because of Sam. But, yeah. <laughs> Sam, Sam, well, the, uh, Sam the atheist has turned me against Jesus. Sam, Sam the devil worshipper has turned me against Jesus. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so there you have it, folks. Um, so from now, yeah, let's ch- change the subject quite rapidly. So from now on, now you know the official pronunciation of uh, Nutella. Are you going to start calling it by its proper name or are you going to stick with uh, Nutella? Well, in my house, it's sort of company non gratis. So we don't he or it, which shall not be named. <laughs> I see. Yeah. So, so probably go for no teller. No teller. Yeah, exactly. No teller. <laughs> That was JNSNG News. It's international. Yeah. John and Sam in Japan. Now it's time for a little a little bit of something special. In January, John and I appeared as guests on another podcast, Ishikawa Summit to Sea, a very fun podcast. And we talked about loads of different stuff, the origins of this podcast, weird things about our hometowns and cultural uh, miscommunications that we've had. And the Ishikawa Summit to Sea guys, Joe and Casey, have been so kind to uh, let us have a little bit of the audio to feature on this podcast to show you what we got up to. So have a listen to this. And if you enjoy it, of course, check them out on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. Uh, Ishikawa Summit to See. Here it is. Recording has begun, Joe. Oh, here we are then. Uh, this is episode 19 of Ishikawa Summer to Sea. And uh, this is the first episode of the year 2021. So welcome, that everybody. Is correct, yes. Welcome. Uh, the barrage, the unrelenting barrage of british guests continues <laughs> on ishikawa summit to see i'm outnumbered three to one today yeah, yeah last last time it was uh two to one with ollie horn but i think the amount that ollie talks it's it's, <laughs> it's enough for for two men but joe who are our distinguished visitors today well this week we have sam and john or as they prefer to be called john and sam um from john and sam in japan the international comedy podcast thanks thanks i'd have to say that i definitely prefer sam and john uh (laughs) but jay comes before s in the alphabet because you know it just sounds wrong right (laughs) this is the sort of i don't know i argue about (laughs) i don't know if i've just been conditioned by the hearing the name john and sam in japan uh, but Sam and John sounds weird yeah. at this point. I'm sorry. Well, it's because it it's like... in the alphabet. 
if you say words out of order of the alphabet, they do sound weird. It's uh, one of those scientific facts that we make up when we need to. <laughs> <laughs> Every sentence that you ever utter should be in alphabet- alphabetical order, really. <laughs> also, if you say salmon, John, it, 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 it's got the word salmon in it. Right? Yeah. And that would just sound a bit weird as well. Fishing salmon John. <laughs> it's a, it's a, a podcast with a, a guy called John who's a giant salmon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll buck science uh, for the introductions, and uh, we'll let Sam introduce himself first. So, Sam, tell us a little bit about you, as much as you feel comfortable disclosing. Well, firstly, I'd like to say thank you for letting me go first. That's the definitely a kick in the teeth for John, which is always something I'm <laughs> extremely pleased to happen. <laughs> um, well, I, I don't know. I feel like I'd, I'd introduce John a little bit. How, how about that instead? Oh, okay, I yeah. Comfortable. I think, like, uh, John, he, he's a comedian. He's been a funny comedian uh, for about 10 years or so. And then John and I started the podcast together probably, what, three years ago or something like that? podcast called John and Sam in Japan. Um, but the problem is now that John isn't in Japan. He's actually moved back to England. So it's sort of like a bit of a lie. But, you know, that's showbiz, I suppose. <laughs> it's interesting that you said he's been a funny comedian for 10 years. How, how oh, long no. has he been a comedian for? <laughs> yeah. Comedian for 15. But he was a rubbish for the middle five. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's an well, I, haven't done it. I haven't done any comedy for a couple of years. Well, over a year now. So, yeah, I wouldn't even say I'm a comedian really anymore, unfortunately. But you're a teacher, aren't you? Yeah, well, I suppose stage time is stage time. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it's just it's yeah. just a comedian with learn plus learning. Yeah. <laughs> and less swearing. Well, yeah. All right. <laughs> Uh, John, this is your uh, chance to slander Sam a little bit now, so go for it. Well, as you've just heard, Sam is also a comedian. We kind of were started roughly about the same time. I think he saw me go up on stage and die horribly and thought, oh, I could do better than that. Um, <laughs> then he suggested we do a podcast, and I said, yeah, yeah, not realising how seriously he would take it. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> he's obsessed with the sound <laughs> stuff. Uh, a bit like yourself, I think, Casey, from what I've witnessed in this last hour while we've been waiting to record because my computer sounds too noisy. Um, yeah, so Sam still lives in Japan and my sort of sojourn over here is supposed to only last a couple of years. So hopefully I'm going to be back in Japan then we can sit in his living room and record face to face within striking distance of each other. <laughs> <laughs> John and Sam in Japan. One is funny, one is funny looking. John and Sam in Japan. One of them is funny, one is funny looking. Which is which? You decide. So, John, last time, I don't know if listeners, if you were, if if you listened right to the end of last episode's podcast, you would have caught a, a very boring conversation John and I had <laughs> together. John, do you remember what it was about? About 
the Netflix Kiefer Sutherland drama Designated Survivor, which I've still not bothered to watch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't want to say mistakenly because I am enjoying it somewhat, but it's dragging on quite a bit and it's getting cheesier and cheesier as it goes on. And I sent John a message a while ago. There was a really cheesy quote in it. Do you remember what it was that I sent you? Uh, no, something about America, no. was it? No, it was uh, one of the characters said, I need a partner, not a loose cannon. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Then, and then the other day when I was watching, a couple of days ago, there was another amazing, like, kind of, they're getting down now to, they've run out of things to write and they're just going <laughs> down to cliche. So I'm going to set you this challenge, John. I'm, I'm right. going to write down, when I'm watching it, I'm going to write down every time they come up with a crazy cliched quote. And between right. now and next next episode, I want you to come up with like five ideas or something of quotes you think they might have said. And we'll do a right. bit of uh, designated survivor cliche bingo. All right. Okay. What's the story? Because I'm, I'm definitely not going to fucking watch it. So what's the story? The story, yeah, the story is, now Keith Sutherland becomes president because everyone else dies and but basically what it is have you seen 24 Keith yeah. Sutherland who, who killed 24? everybody else was it Russia um no it was probably probably domestic terrorists but the oh, baddie okay. the baddie keeps changing oh okay right fair enough that's all um, I need to know about that okay and it involves it's heavily like there's two parts there's the one part focuses heavily on the political side and the other part is the FBI agents trying to catch them. But I I think I need a partner, not a loose cannon. It gives you a fair indication of <laughs> of <laughs> the direction it's going in. Right. <laughs> anyway, good luck with that. <laughs> right, okay. In fact, do you know what? Sometimes we'll, when we're making this podcast, I think to myself, <laughs> I need a partner, not a loose cannon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, Johnny McBee and Sammy O.T. Two Brits took a shit over a cup of tea. Probably a spot of milk and a crumpet, please. But there's someone else cooking in the kitchen. Could someone answer the burning question? All right, now it's time for the burning question, which was, what's a big lie that you've told or that someone has told you? So, Sam, who's been in touch? Daniel Brady got in touch on Facebook. He said the biggest lie that he was told was that his ex-mother-in-law sold his ex's wife's body for heroin. What? Read that again. Let's just get rid of the ex to make it less confusing. His mother-in-law pimped out his wife for heroin, I think is what he's saying. All right. And right. I think I think we could just all be glad that this was, in whichever way it was told, it definitely was a lie. So right, okay. It's a harrowing lie, but it was <laughs> yeah, a no. lie nonetheless. So we're ensured that there was a happy ending, even though it's clearly his ex-wife, so maybe not well, so much of a happy ending. Yeah, God. I don't think they'd have that what story on Would You Lie to Me, would they? Fucking hell. Yeah. Well, on Twitter, uh, you know, a long-time collaborator of the show, but uh, Ruben VM said uh, that John hates musical comedy, which is not a lie. I do hate musical comedy. <laughs> uh, yeah, but you can't refute that it is growing on you. 
Uh, no, I hated every minute of Ruben's song last week. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if you haven't heard Ruben's uh, updated version of John's jingle, definitely go back to the last episode in January and have a listen. It's absolutely <laughs> <Yeah>. amazing. <laughs> Um, also on Twitter, Cat uh, is singing badly. Got uh, in touch. She says, "I was looking after my friend with MS in London for three years. During that time, he had an American couple visit. They asked me about the history of the area, and as I didn't know, I just made it up as I went. I was pretty convincing, <laughs> and they went away happy." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, and the village round the corner is called Twatsville. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's where. Yeah. Elton John lives. Um, so Jack Jones on Twitter said, and I think this is, I don't know if Jack Jones is American, uh, but I've heard this rhyme in a different way, but they say wine before beer makes you queer. Beer before wine makes you fine. I've always heard it as what beer before wine, you'll be fine. Wine before beer. Oh dear. Ah, right. I've heard the one with queer as well, actually, but, um, I suppose these days you'd well we've probably been cancelled already to be fair at this podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Certainly have to tread carefully. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh and then Japan Sports Stories podcast got in touch. They said, I'm constantly told my chopstick skills are as good, if not better, than an actual Japanese person. I know deep down <laughs> it's not true. <laughs> yeah. That's like the uh that's like the chopstick version of Nihongo Jozu, doesn't it? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the the Bean Pod, uh, another great podcast, definitely worth listening to. Uh, also uh, re- replied on Twitter, uh, probably quite wisely, stating uh, that <laughs> I'm not touching this one with a ten foot pole. <laughs> <laughs> How about for you? What do you think? Um. Uh... Do you know what? In all truth, I forgot that we uh, said our own ones. <laughs> I hadn't thought about it. You must have lied to your kids. Oh, yeah, constantly. I, t- I tell you what. Actually, I do. I've got a good one. I've got a current. I've got one ongoing at the moment. So, and I've got to be a little bit careful in case there's people listening. But uh, my son's really Noah, the oldest one. He's really into Disney cars at the moment. And he wants this particular one. There's, there's a guy character called T-Bone who's kind of a bit bent and he really wants him. And he was been sold out for ages. Uh, and I, but I found I found him online and I've bought him and he's sitting in the cupboard just behind me there. You can if you can see. <laughs> and uh, but I've t- I haven't told him yet. And I've said he does this kind of this uh, school work thing called Kodomo Challenge, which is like they do a little bit of extra practice reading and writing and stuff. And I've said to him, if he manages to manages to do it every day, it's online so we can track how much he does. And I said, if he can if he does it every single day online this month until the end of february then i'll buy t-bone for him and he keeps going on have you found him online have you found him online i haven't found him yet i haven't found him yet and we're literally like today we're sat on the bed playing and he was like sort of five feet away and do you know what it brought me immense satisfaction <laughs> how uh, how much of a stickler are you gonna be if he misses like a day are you gonna give him or are you? Are no, I be... pretty much. No, I. I, I think I, I. couldn't. If he missed one single day, I might buy him a different one, and save right. that guy. That 
that guy's like the guy. Yeah, no, I, I'd be a twat about it. In fact, in fact, I'd probably give him nothing. <laughs> so he does 28 days of February. Forgets yeah. it to what. We started, th this negotiation started something like on, I can't remember, maybe the 25th of January. So he's right. got to do till the 25th of February. Ah, right. Something like that. Um, but it's not like, it's, I'm not asking the world, it's only like a 10 minute job each day, you know. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, I'll let you know how that plays out. <laughs> how about for you? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I think probably the Bible, any Bible story that I had to listen to as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> that you were told, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all that, all that sort of stuff. Uh, I know, but some of the Bible stories are, yeah, fairly believable, but now looking back on my childhood, I feel quite the fool for believing a lot of them. <laughs> oh, me too. Just, And it's bad now because my daughter's obviously going to sort of Catholic school, so she's doing RE and stuff. And, um, you know, she's asking me all these questions and kids, you know, they are just curious and they do ask good questions, you know, like, you know, Noah's Ark, like how could all those animals from all over the world, you know, because we, we were talking about the other day, they've discovered a, the smallest lizard, um, it's only 13 millimeters long or whatever and you know, as a biology teacher, we were talking about that. And then she just chirps up with, so was that little lizard have been on Noah's Ark then? And I went, well, yeah. And she was like, how did they fit all those different animals on a on a ship and then like feed them and they didn't eat each other and there was only like six people on it? So it's like, yeah, so that Noah's Ark. Excellent just, questions. It is. It's just bullshit. It's just a story to make you behave properly. Then how how does that make you behave properly a story about sticking animals on a boat for six months i don't know i don't know I don't know do you want to listen to heart fm do we listen to see if there's any good music on <laughs> kylie, <laughs> kylie minogue might be yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think that's quite you know lying to my kids that i believe in the bible or believe in because obviously she'll tell her teacher if i say it's all nonsense jesus didn't exist so that's quite a <laughs> quite a Sort of thing that I'm. So, so. Well, I was just going to say, similar to you, I've also, at the moment, we've got this thing where I've told them that Netflix is turned off till 5 pm every day. The Netflix man <laughs> turns it off because everybody's using all the Netflix up because of lockdown. So there's not, not, not enough Netflix <laughs> to go around. <laughs> so, because everybody's at home, there's not enough Netflix for everybody. So. Uh, <laughs> we, can, we can only have it on from 5 till 6. <laughs> that's certainly more light-hearted than the <laughs> yeah. my child being brainwashed into believing religion and i can't <laughs> help her <laughs> yeah And that's all for today's show. Just leaves me to say thanks to everyone who's involved. Special thanks to Casey and Joe from Summit uh, Ishikawa, Summit to Sea. Uh, you can see we had a really good time there. Don't forget to go and check out uh, our episode with them, the full episode, and 
the episodes are done with uh, loads of other uh, really uh, funny and interesting people. Uh, thanks to Ruben VM, uh, as ever. And thanks to you, uh, the most patient and fantastic listeners. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this brings us to next episode's uh, burning question. So as I was on about yesterday, like hiking through the snow and the rain and stuff, what is something that you've started that you've pretty much immediately wanted to finish, but you couldn't? You had to see it through to the end? <laughs> Is this you uh, hinting about this podcast? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Designated survivor. <laughs> I need a partner, not a loose cannon. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? Anything yeah. else? I think that's it. All right. Catch, Catch you later. later. It is time to go, that's the end of the show. If you liked it, write a review. Five stars or F you. And if you want to get in touch, we'd like that very much. Send a tape of your comedy, not a tape, just an mp3. Send us some comedy or a song that is funny. Send us your favourite bit. But we don't want your dick pics. It is time to go. That's the end of the show. Tell your friends and your family. Or even the people you're married. You should join in. Answer the burning question Send a new story Preferably something we can find about We're on the social media sites Facebook and Twitter day and night It's John and Sam in Japan at gmail.com And if you do this then maybe, just maybe Sam will put his clothes back on John and Sam in Japan The International Comedy Podcast